0: Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball podcast, and of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there today? I hope you're doing good. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend, because I sure did. It was pretty quiet, pretty relaxing, a little bit of R and R. But now we're back at it, baby. We're ready to go. We're ready. We're in the go. All Things Basketball podcast in the building. All right, and we're here with episode 48, people. Episode 48, two from 50. Episode 48, two from 50, another milestone, people. Well, let's get into episode 48. The name of episode 48, second time around. The name of episode 48, people, second time around. And like you know, as always, what Coach like Luke likes to do, is, you know, ease on into that topic of the episode later on in the episode. But right now, before we get started with episode 48, we got to tap in. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like. Download. Come on, People All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. Happy Monday to everybody. It's a wonderful, wonderful day. Start of the week, really. Actually, Sunday is the start of the week, but as far as work in most places, it's Monday. So let's get this episode started. Cam Reddish or Zion Williamson? Cam Reddish or Zion Williamson? Well, all of you guys know, man, I'm real high on that guy, Cam Reddish, man. Cam Reddish is a baller. And all of a sudden, you know, what's winding up happening in the NBA, a lot of the rookies reach training camp probably a month before the veterans. And so what's happening now is Cam Reddish is in that Atlanta building, and he's balling, getting ready for training camp. And now the NBA aficionados is basically making it a two-horse race for Rookie of the Year. Now, I really think it's so premature. You have so many talented rookies. I don't think it's fair to any of the other rookies to just say it's a two-horse race between Zion Williamson and Cam Reddish. Listen, you got John Morant, You got R.J. Barrett, Jackson Hayes, DeAndre Hunter, Jared Culver. You got a ton of talent ton of excellent talent that's coming into the league, a great mesh of young players. And I think it's a little unfair, but guess what? If everybody else is talking about this, hey, you know, All Things Basketball podcast, we stay on the cusp of everything. And so we're going to talk about it. And so what's going on now, a lot of people have the rookie of the year, early, early situation, Uh, Cam Reddish. Is it gonna be Cam Reddish or Zion Williamson? Well I tell you what, for the longest everybody thought Zion Williamson was a shoe-in. Wasn't many people talking about Cam Reddish. Wasn't many people talking about Cam Reddish. But you guys know at all things basketball podcast, Coach Luke has been talking about Cam Reddish from the time the Atlanta Atlanta Hawks picked him. Uh, Cam Reddish is a baller, man. He's one of my favorite young ballers, and he's going to be a phenomenal pro. So you don't have to worry about that. But one of the things you got to understand, Cam Reddish could very well be the rookie of the year. It all depends on how you jump out there. I also keep saying this, but you can't rule out John Moran. You can't rule out Jackson Hayes. You can't rule out any of these guys. But right now, we're talking about Cam Reddish and Zion Williamson. And of course, Zion Williamson is the front runner. He's the number one pick. A lot of people expect a whole ton out of him. And you know, we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see, people. But I know Cam Reddish is going to start, start out the gate very good. Cam Reddish is a baller, man. There's nothing that Cam Reddish can't do. And so, I mean, it's apples and oranges. I mean, it depends on what you want and what you like. If you want high dunking, high energy, strong rebounding, you probably lean towards Zion. And if you want lights out shooting, you know, uh, instant offense and things of that nature, you might lean to Cam Reddish. But, you know, what's going on in the NBA right now, they're kind of weighing all of the young guys against each other and they're starting to say, hey, It's either Zion Williamson or Cam Reddish. Well, you know who I'm looking at. I'm looking at Cam Reddish, baby. I'm looking at Cam Reddish to really do his thing and come out the gate real strong and real fast. I also think Zion will do the same. And so, you know, it's hard to really pick but just between two rookies. Like Coach Luke said, there's so many great rookies coming in out of this class. You know, and so it's hard for me at All Things Basketball Podcast, even though this is what's being said out to the masses, it's hard for me to really, really pick between these two gentlemen. It's it's a tough one. You know, you, you just don't know who's going to win the rookie of the year. But this is what's coming out of the NBA front office and around the league. And, of course, all the NBA aficionados really feel it's a two-horse race between Cam Reddish and Zion Williamson. Well hey, new names, new face, new ballers. I love it. I love it. Alright. Are the Knicks nucleus of young players too young to win right away? Well I tell you what, and I gotta put on my 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 um my unbiased hat because as you are as you guys know Coach Lucas, a big New York Knicks fan. Love him, love them, love them. But I got to be very unbiased, you know, in my approach to answering this question. I really believe it's heart, mind, and soul, not age, that gets you over the hump. And so I don't believe that the nucleus of the New York Knicks is too young to win right now. Now, I don't believe that, but you just don't know, alright, how quick these young guys and this young core will mesh. As you know, the only, the only veterans there are, are, are um, Taz Gibson. Tom Gibson is, is, a, is a veteran. I would say Julius Randle in his fourth going on fifth year. You could say he's a veteran also. And so, you know, you only have a couple of veterans there. And so, uh, you know, I think you need a good mesh to kind of bring young talent over the hump. But they're young and they don't know anything other than to play hard. And so with that being said, you know, again, like Coach Luke said, age really is not going to have anything to do with it. It all depends on what they want to do, how they want to do it and how they want to approach their profession, and if they approach their profession the right way, yes, they can win. Do I think they can win? Of course I believe they can win. You know, they're young, but I tell you what, a lot of teams are getting younger. The Knicks aren't the only team getting young. The league is getting younger, people, and so as far as the Knicks are concerned, it all depends on how quick the New York Knicks gel they've got a lot of great young talent and they're going to continue to get better and better but you got to put them out there on the floor to prove that but to answer the question um yeah I think they can have a, a great opportunity to win early all right now will they come out the gate like gangbusters I don't believe that they will but i do believe they have the talent to turn it around get a, get very consistent And start to win. Now, will a young core that the Knicks have be able to make the playoffs? Yes, they can make the playoffs. Maybe the seventh spot or the eighth spot in the East. But i tell you what, we're not even going to go that far. I would say they'll play a lot better than they've played the last three years. That's what Coach Luke would say. The Knicks will play a whole lot better than they've played the last three years, okay? And so they didn't make the playoffs the last three years. And I don't, I, I won't go out on the limb and say they'll make the playoffs. I'll say they have an opportunity to sneak in, you know? They have an opportunity to sneak in. Now, in all honesty, all you want from the New York Knicks is to play better than they've played The last three seasons, whether they make the playoffs or not, something to build on. We want something to build on from this young core of players, man. That's all that you should be worried about as far as being a Knicks fan, because that's all I'm worried about. I want them to play a lot better than they've played the last three years. But yeah, I kind of got off. They can come out of the gate and they can win a lot more games than they've won the last three years once again people, once again tap in, tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram follow me and I'm going to follow you tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook and if you need good training, you know what to do hit the email button, leave your information and we'll get right back to you download, share, like download, come on people, All Things Basketball Podcast, it's for you, let's go Is Golden State a sleeper and a surprise in the Western Conference? Will they be a sleeper and a surprise in the Western Conference? Who wrote this on my itinerary? Come on. (laughs) Golden State will never be a sleeper in any conference. They have the best two pure shooters in the game and probably in the history of the game. So I'm letting you know right here and now, Coach Luke is letting you know, Golden State will never be a sleeper as long as they're playing in the NBA, as long as they have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson in that building. They can never be a sleeper. You know, I, you guys know, I always tell you, they'll always be sniffing around that championship trophy as long as Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are in that building. They will always be sniffing around that championship. And so, no, they will not be a sleeper. They won't creep up on anybody, and they won't surprise anybody. The Golden State Warriors are winners. Now, they lost this, this season in the championship round, but that doesn't mean all of a sudden it's over for them. Golden State cannot be a sleeper for anybody. And so I I, I disagree with that uh, question. They're no way near a sleeper in the NBA. Now, if you were talking about a team like, uh, uh, you know, let's go with the Phoenix Suns. If they were to make the playoffs or get very close, that's what you call a sleeper. The Phoenix Suns would be a sleeper if they were to make the playoffs because no one sees the Phoenix Suns making the playoffs. Not in the Western Conference, it's too loaded. And so that's what you call a sleeper, but not the Golden State Warriors. They could never be a sleeper. All right, let's get into this AAU, baby. Our AAU profile for today's show. Our AAU profile for today's show is one Anthony Howard. And his AAU um, outfit is the Atlanta Express. All right? He's a 6'5 shooting guard out of the Atlanta, Georgia area. All right? Uh, He went to two high schools, McLaughlin High School and Holy Spirit Prep. He's also just um, committed to the University of Georgia. And so his AAU days are over, but he's definitely still not in college, so he has to be one of our profiles still. Until you step on the college floor, you're eligible to be an AAU profile. At least on, at All Things Basketball Podcast, you're still eligible until you play your first collegiate game. So again, Anthony Edwards is our um, AAU profile, 6'5 shooting guard, four-star recruit, that just committed to the University of Georgia. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Man, he can shoot lights out. His footwork is phenomenal. And I mean, hey, look at the University of Georgia and watch this young man, Anthony Edwards, go to work. Anthony Edwards is an excellent player, people. And so that's our AAU profile for today's Monday show. Anthony Edwards out of the Atlanta, Georgia area, all right? And he plays AAU, he used to play Atlanta Express. Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner is still undecided whether she'll return to the WNBA. Well, as you know, a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about Brittany Griner getting suspended for three games getting into a brawl with the Dallas Wings and, and, you know, things got out of hand. Like Coach Luke said, it was one of the um, more serious uh, uh, brawls that I've ever witnessed since the inception of the WNBA. And so it was very, very saddening to see the young ladies out there going to blows and throwing blows. And really it took a while for the madness to calm down. But coming out of that Phoenix area, Brittany Griner was asked, uh, has she changed her stance and will she return to the WNBA next summer or next season? And Brittany Griner replied, she's still undecided. Sad, sad uh, state of affairs because I really believe if Brittany Griner leaves the WNBA, the WNBA might suffer from losing a great all-star and one of their best centers that have played the game since the inception of the WNBA. Now, I think cooler heads will prevail, and I think all Brittany Griner needs is a little bit of time, a little bit of on and r to relax and reflect, and then she'll come back to the Phoenix Mercury. But right now, Brittany Griner is undecided on whether she'll come back to the WNBA or not. Sad thing, man. I really hope she changes her mind because Brittany Griner is a baller, man, and she's phenomenal. And the WNBA needs her. Once again, people, tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right. The San Antonio Spurs are still having trouble moving DeMar DeRozan. The San Antonio Spurs are still having trouble moving DeMar DeRozan. Well, as you know, the Spurs have really been trying to move DeMar DeRozan for some quite some time right now. Um They haven't had success. He does have a big contract. Okay, and so what's going on with DeMar DeRozan is that they're trying to move him, but they haven't had success. I really believe the season has to get started. There's a few players, Kevin Love, DeMar DeRozan, Chris Paul, and several other players that I think the general manager really want to see get out there and perform before they pull the trigger. These are big contracts, people. These are very big contracts, and uh you have to proceed with caution when the contracts are so big. And so I really believe that they'll move DeMar DeRozan successfully. But right now, um, they don't have the opportunity because, you know, out of sight, out of mind, as they say. Once you start to see DeMar Rosen on the basketball court, I really believe they'll be able to trade him and trade him successfully. But coming out of the uh, San Antonio building right now, they're stating that they're having trouble moving DeMar DeRozan or trying to trade him to a a, a wonderful suitor that will want to take his services. All right. Let's get into that WNBA recap, baby. WNBA, and you know Coach Luke loves that WNBA. Love it, love it, love it. Let's get into it, baby. The WNBA recap. Now, I tell you, it's getting tight, people. The playoffs is right around the corner. We're probably about maybe a week week or two away from the playoffs, the WNBA playoffs. There's no mistakes allowed. These women are really putting it all out there because they're jockeying for position right now. The players and the teams, they're jockeying for, for position. And it means everything because, like Coach Luke said in my last podcast, all of the series are five games. Every series in the WNBA is five games, so you know if you lose one game, you're in a little bit of trouble. So it's important that you get home home court advantage and things of that nature to give yourself a little bit of edge. But we kind of got off. Let's get into the, into the WNBA recap. All right, we had the LA Sparks 84, the Connecticut Sun 72. We had the Chicago Sky, 94. The Phoenix Mercury, 86. Wow. We had the Minnesota Lynx, 98. The Las Vegas Ace, 77. The Lynx blew out the Ace? Oh, man, that's something else. That's really something else. What happened? I I, I mean... I didn't see the game, but, I mean, the Las Vegas Ace, they don't lose games like this, but they took a hard L. They lost by darn near 20, all right? And so the Minnesota Lynx really put it on them, you know, and that score was Minnesota 98, Las Vegas 77. All right, that's our WNBA recap, people. That's our WNBA recap. Well I tell you, if you want to be a sponsor on the show, if you want to ask to your company to be on the show, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message. And if you go to my Facebook feed, hit me up on All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. Also hit the email button, leave me a message. If you want to be a sponsor to the show or you want to ask to your comp I mean and you want to, and you want to add to the company to your company to be on the show. Uh Uh-oh, I'm getting a little tongue-tied. We got to get get rid of that now. All right? What happened to Darren Williams? Wow, I haven't heard that name in such a long time. You know, and the funny thing about that, Darren Williams is probably 34, 35. He came out of the University of Illinois. He played for the Utah Jazz. And, I mean, that's where he found his stardom at. He, at one point, Darren Williams was easily in the top three guards in, 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 in the league. He was easily one of the top three guards in the league, all right? And so, you know, he played for Utah. He played for, at at the time, they were the New Jersey Nets. Then they moved to Brooklyn. He was still in the, in, the, in, the, in the Nets uniform. He played for the Brooklyn Nets, Cleveland Cavaliers, Dallas Mavericks, uh, he moved around quite a bit, but what's happened to Darren Williams? Nothing all right again when you when you reach your goals and you play in the NBA, a lot of people don't understand this. Imagine how long it, it took for you to get to college playing every single day till you get to college and then after college, you go to the NBA and so he played 11 years in the NBA. But look at all the basketball he played before he got to the NBA, people. And so there's nothing wrong with Darren Williams. Darren Williams is, is, is relaxing, all right? He had a couple of big contracts. And if he did with uh, the right thing with his money, then he's okay. He's okay. Now, one of the things uh, Darren Williams has said is he won't rule out a return because he's still, what, 34 so, he won't rule out a return to the NBA, but he's been out the league for maybe what, two seasons? Two, three seasons tops? And he's still a young guy, all right? And he plays pickup ball often. Now, pickup ball is not the NBA. We can't fool ourselves. Pickup ball is not the NBA. He would definitely have to get a trainer, he would definitely have to take it a lot more serious than pickup ball, and he would really have to get himself together to make a return. He might even have to play in the G League for maybe a month or so. But guys that that have the stature of Deron Williams, they don't like to go to the G League. For some reason, they think they're better than the guys in the G League. Well, if you think you're better than the guys in the G League, suit them up, lace them up, and show everybody. That's the thing I say about it. You know, a lot of people frown on the G League suit it up, lace it up, and get out there and perform. But um that's not the case in Darren Williams' uh, situation. He just doesn't have the interest to play basketball right now. Maybe he's taking an extra long break. And so that's what's happening with Darren Williams, people. That's what's happening with Darren Williams. Nothing's wrong with Darren Williams. There are no injuries. There's nothing wrong family-wise. He's just enjoying the fruits of his labor. Playing 11 years in the NBA and he's relaxing with his beautiful wife and three kids. And so there's nothing wrong with him. And he won't rule out uh, a return to the NBA in the near future, is what Darren Williams is saying. But wow, I, I haven't heard of that. I haven't heard that name in such a long, long time. Darren Williams, a baller, man. Definitely a baller. Would love to see him back in the league. All right. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. We're going to try this again. If you want to be a sponsor... On the show, if you want your ass to your company to be on the show, all right, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message. And if you want to go to my Facebook feed, hit me up on All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook, hit the email button and leave your information. If you want to be a sponsor on the show or you want to ask to your company to be on the show, those are the things you have to do. Thank you very, very much. Well, we're at the point in that show, people. Title of the episode, second time around. Well, Dwight Howard will be a Los Angeles Laker. They're just finalizing a few little fine print. And a lot of people asked him, well, are you happy to be back with the Lakers? He said yes. And they asked him what happened the first time. He said he just had to put his ego aside. He had to put his ego aside so that he could get what he want, which is a championship. And kudos to Dwight Howard. I get the feeling, though, Dwight Howard is putting his ego aside because he's running out of spots to go to, people. He really is. Dwight Howard's a phenomenal talent, or he was a phenomenal talent. He's winding down on his career, and he's starting to look at his career a little bit different right now. He's not as braggadocious. He's not as arrogant as he used to be. Dwight Howard really had a certain type of attitude when he was really playing, at a high, high level, but I think he's realizing the 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 sand and the hourglass is getting a little bit lighter, and he wants to win and win now. So out of the Laker building, the White Howard says, "Hey, it's the second time around, and I'm gonna make it the best time for me and my career. Hopefully, this will be my last stop in the NBA." And I could get a couple of those, uh, um, couple of those gold and diamonds. And when he talks about gold and diamonds, he's talking about those championship rings. So, you know, everybody's pushing to try to get those rings, but I think the White House is in a good position. He's never played with King James, never played with Anthony Davis. They have a team over there now, baby. And I tell you, it might rejuvenate, um, 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 Dwight Howard's career, he might have uh, more than two years. He might have three, four. He's not an old guy either. We talked about Darron Williams. Dwight Howard is not old either. He's right in this, uh, uh 34, 35 range. So, you know, he's got an opportunity right now to right a lot of wrongs. Because remember, he was in a Laker uniform maybe four years ago, like Coach Luke said. And so now he's getting a very good opportunity to right and wrong, get back in the purple and gold, and win a championship. And that would be a great swan song, excuse me, for Dwight Howard. If he was to win a championship with the Los Angeles Lakers after leaving the building after one season uh, five years ago, that would be a great, great story. Well, coming out of that Laker building, Dwight Howard is now a Laker, and he stated, second time around. The second time is the best time. Well, all right, Dwight Howard, congratulations, and we're going to be watching you perform, hopefully, at a high, high level. Well, all right, people. Wonderful, wonderful episode. I'd like to thank my whole All Things Basketball podcast staff for holding me down and holding the show down and, and allowing me to step up to the microphone every Monday Wednesday and Friday and give you guys the great news that we give you in the game of basketball I'd like to thank all of the listeners that download uh, listen, like share, I love all of you guys, thank you for sticking with me, you know and we got a lot more to come, you know episode 48 it's been a ball good night, God bless